Would you call a friend from half across the world? If you'll let us have his name and town and state, you shall see and hear your cracking question hurled across the arch of heaven while you wait. Rudyard Kipling from The Secret of the Machines Dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. Distress signal. Notzeichen. This is to be repeated by a ship in distress until all other stations have stopped working. The Electrician. 5 May 1905. Surviving passengers and crew of Titanic owed their lives to two giants of transatlantic innovation, Samuel Morse and Guillermo Marconi. Their combined achievements from opposite sides of the ocean established an incredible communication linkage connecting continents, countries, and ships. Not surprisingly, their names have entered the language. There is the verb coinage to Morse, and millions of marconigrams have been dispatched and delivered. Hence, they become obligatory subjects of this opening chapter. Samuel Finley Breeze Morse was born in Charlestown, Massachusetts, on 27 April 1791, son of a fiery Calvinist pastor. Unlike Marconi, young Morse proved a dedicated and successful student. After completion of his schooling at Phillips Academy in Andover, he was admitted to Yale, graduating Phi Beta Kappa in 1810 at the age of 19. A talented artist, Samuel elected to support himself by painting portraits, a decision only grudgingly accepted by his father. He traveled to England, remaining there to study throughout the War of 1812. After he returned to the United States, portrait commissions began to accrue, including one from the White House. Former President John Adams sat for him, as did the Marquis de Lafayette and several members of Congress. Morris might have remained a successful portraitist, but for the tragic loss of his beloved wife, Lucretia, about whose mortal illness he learned too late to reach her bedside. Shattered by her death without him and by the idea that she might have thought him indifferent, he abandoned palette and canvas, devoting himself instead to the infant science of telegraphy. Aboard a westbound ship sailing from England, he had struck up a chance acquaintance with fellow passenger Dr. Charles Jackson, doctor and inventor, who suggested that a message might be sent quickly along a wire, that a method of fast communication should preoccupy the grieving widower was scarcely surprising. Morse perfected both a transmitter and receiver, and, most important, an alphabetical code, the first that enabled signals to be sent along a wire via electrical impulses. Exactly like Marconi to come, he battled rival patent holders of his time. Several minds were working along the same lines. 
Just as wireless would, in a sense, predate today's texting mania, so Morse foreshadowed our computer's reliance on binary reduction. Rather than integers zero and one, Morse's binary symbols were short dots and, of two times longer duration, dashes, the dits and dahs of which his invented telegraphies was constructed. Perfected in 1840, different dot-dash arrangements were devised for every letter of the alphabet, as well as for ten numerals and some punctuation marks.